Hello and welcome to the Franchise Tag Podcast. Week nine is in the books. No, don't adjust your screens. Freddie hasn't cut all his hair off. He's not very well, so I'm filling in as host for him today. I am joined by Adam, as always. I'm joined by George from George on Sports and Johnny from Off Grid. We're going to talk about what's been going on because this season has not let us down. There is action-packed every single week, some drama going on. Uh, Adam, let's, uh, let's, how did you feel about week nine? Uh, pretty depressing. Good. You know? <laughs> um, we lost to the Lions. That's pretty yeah. depressing. Um, there's not really a lot to say other than, uh, you know, we lost to the Lions. So. <laughs> I think we'll come back to it because it's probably a topic we want to talk about. You know, the Green Bay seems to be a topic every week on everybody's show. So we'll come back round to that. But uh, we have been managed to join by a Colts fan and a Jets fan. And they've done a lot, lot of going on for those two this week as well. Let's jump straight in it with George. Um, you know, Frank Wright's now gone. Jeff Saturday's in. The, for me, the Colts has always been a team where I've thought, you know what, that's a good team to go to. That's a good head coaching position to have. They've, they've always seemed like a steady organisation. Uh, but it seems like... Jim Irsay and and what's going on in that building, it, it, keep away from it because it seems like it's, it's one of those t- places where you just go to a, like a graveyard now. Uh, so, what's your thoughts, George? How are you feeling about it? What what's what's for the Colts going forward? Ah, uh, man, the Colts, eh? The Colts. Um, you summed it up quite well, really. I mean, you mentioned uh, Frank Reich is obviously gone. Marcus Brady, offensive coordinator, he was fired too. Naeem Hines was traded to the Bills at, at the request of a trade, apparently. That was the word on the on the rumor mill. But I mean, you say it, the Colts are the team, one of those teams where they just kind of like float along. We just kind of floated along for a while. And dare I say it, you could kind of kind of see it coming. We'd never, you know, haven't we struggled in a wide receiver room for years on end since what Reg, um Peyton Manning and Reggie Wayne. Never had that kind of connection. Yes, we had TY Hilton, but he's no longer around. Um, glaringly obvious holes that Jim Irsay and Ballard and whoever else just refused to fill, refused to fill. Um, our O-line has decapitated itself overnight almost. Um, we just cannot seem to do anything. I think we had two yards per play against uh, the Patriots on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, I knew Frank was going to go. I think that's kind of the way it goes, right? And it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. Frank is a guy. I think he's a great guy. Respect him. I wasn't a fan of his play calling. But... Um, word is that, you know, he was the last one. To, he didn't actually want to bring in Sam Ellinger. He, I think he wanted Matt Ryan, albeit Matt Ryan was hurt with a, sh- a separated shoulder. But I think, you know, there's a lot of um, division now in the club. And I think it's going to, I do think it's going to get quite ugly. You've already seen certain players have come out and tweeted certain things. And it is really upsetting because guys like DeForest Buckner, Yannick Ngokwe, who, uh, I say unique, um, Shaq Leonard, sorry, they don't deserve this. They deserve a hell of a lot better than this. You know, they're, they're guys that, you know, they ball out every single every single Sunday. And I think Naeem Hines said it best before he was swiftly traded away at his home request. It's just a shambles to have to have a different quarterback every single season. I mean, that, that is no recipe for winning in any way, shape or form. Look at our, our rivals in the Titans who have had Tannehill for how many seasons. He might not be the best quarterback around, but they've got the chemistry, the understanding. The snap counts and know how everything works. Meanwhile, you've got the Colts over here. Ever since Andrew Luck left, and I think Jim Mercer said himself, he said, I've never had the quarterback retire on me at the age of 28 or something like that. I mean, 
yes, you respect what the player decides to do, but it's not an excuse, you know. The, the, the NFL, I always say it, it's a win yesterday business. Jim Mercer says he's been in the, he's been around football for 52 years. He doesn't know anything about sausages, but he knows how to, be, how to build a football team. Yeah, you lied, mate. We don't look very good. We don't look very good at all. Um, kind of saw it come in. I've, I've you know, I've... Um, I've I've had my depressed states. Um, I'm I'm still I'm still rocking the Colts top because you know I'm, I'm you know it's ride or die. I'm not about to switch alliances, but it's we're in a very 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 bad place, very bad place. Yeah, I think it's fair to say you've nearly hit the nail on the head there. You've never really recovered from the Andrew Luck saga, really. Um, we, what's your feelings on on the Jeff Saturday hire? I know it's an interim position, uh, but do you see that going forward, or do you, do you think he's just being set up to fail here? Oh, 100%. It's a full tank job. It's, it doesn't care what anybody says. Jeff knows himself. I mean, I don't know if anyone saw the press conference. He knows he's there in the interim, but he also knows that, you know, he he has just been put there. You know, he's a he's a, he's a, leg, he's a Colts legend, right? He's a great, great player. Did amazing things for us. Um, word is, I think, um, Ballard has said he actually tried to get him to become the OC some years ago, but things just didn't work out. Whether that's true or not, who knows? At this point, you say anything just to please the fans, you know, and to please the naysayers and everything else like that, but um, I'm not a fan of it, of, of putting him in. I think it's a little bit like Arsenal when they put Freddie Jumberg in, you, you know, just bring him down from the from the heavens. Why do that? You've chucked in Jeff Saturday, who, but don't get me wrong, the players were warm to him because, you know, he's he's still kind of on that level. Um, Frank and Ballard and, and I'll say, well, you know, they're kind of like, not dinosaurs, but they're getting up there in age and they're not, you know, they're not really on the ground level. And you do need that. You do need that. Just look at Josh McDaniel. Um, McDaniels with uh, the Miami Dolphins, you know, they have that kind of relationship with their players. So Jeff will, you know, he'll get the respect from the players. I still think the I still think the players, you know, will s- sort of switch off a bit and not play for the for the, the horseshoe so much. But I feel sorry for Jeff. Um, the only the only one thing I will say is there might be this might be a sort of um, them plugging in Jeff to then hopefully bring him back as a GM maybe next season because I do think Ballard is out too. I'd love to see Jim Ursay go as well. That isn't going to happen. But um, yeah, it's just a it's just a come and laugh at the Colts right now. That's all we can say. It, it definitely needs. definitely needs to go. That is definitely. I think you know that that organization needs to rebuild from from the top. Really, um, you've you put yourself in a bit of bother for next year. I think you tied up in cap space as well. You got to pay Matt Ryan thirty five million. Shaq Leonard's on a big one. Smith's right tackles on on big contracts. Um, yeah, <laughs> what, what what can we say? Uh, we're stuck. We're in a bad. We're in a bad, bad place. I mean, ideally, we need to go and get a quarterback. That's that has to be the answer. The number one thing is go and get a QB. Do whatever it is you need to do. Swap out all your trades. Work your magic. What hell? Tank. Do something. We can't continue like this. 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 We can only. It can't get any worse. I say that. It can't hmm. get any worse. It has to get better from here. So it, yeah, it actually can't get any worse because before the season started, everyone had the Colts tipped to take that division and, and maybe be a dark horse. Down the line, so it actually can't get any worse for you. Um, is there any of those guys out of college that you're looking at you'd like to bring in, or would you prefer a veteran? Listen, I don't care anymore. I just want someone who isn't <laughs> Matt Ryan. Uh, don't get me wrong; I like Sam Sam Ellinger, who he's all right, but he isn't the answer. I I, I wanted to see him play because he did some great things in preseason. Um, young in the, in, the, in the quarterback room and coming out of college, he looks great. But listen, I don't care. Just give me someone who's younger, who is mobile. And can be the quarterback for the next, you know, foreseeable future. That's it. We can't, we just can't just pluck any one of them you like, just give them to me. That's all I want to do. Just <laughs> let's do that and let's move on. Right, that's it. I've got a quarterback you can trade for. Nah, you can keep him. <laughs> <laughs> Which one are you trading? You're trading Jordan Love or Aaron Rodgers. 
I'll trade both of them at the moment. <laughs> there was there was talk about Jordan Love because what is I mean I don't know if you want to segue, but Jordan Love, what he must be absolutely screwing right now, or or I mean I don't think they'd ever do this to Rogers considering they paid him the big money. Maybe they decide to you know roll the dice and go let's see what Love has got. You know he's just sitting there rotting away. We have we've hardly seen anything, but Adam, you probably be able to you know talk more on that. That that would be far too logical. And something that would make sense. So we don't want to do that. No. Well, at the minute, without without seeing much of love, he's got a bit more uh, value in in trading him, isn't he? If he's, <laughs> yeah. in he's terrible. You're going to get nothing for him. But it is a nice segue into your team as we've lost our uh, our Jets fans, so we can't talk about their win with the Bills. So, well, we'll we'll talk about the Packers. It's it's five back to back losses. Your next three games are Dallas, Tennessee, Philly. I can't see you getting much out of them. You know, we've talked weeks and weeks. I know me and you have spoke about it every week, Adam, when we talk about the preview show. And we go, oh, yeah, the Giants are too uh, – the, the Packers are too good. Uh, they're going to win this one. And they just don't. I think that we've just got to come to terms with this is what they are this season. And that's what it is. But – What's interesting is looking through your schedule of what you've got left. I think you've only got two more winnable games, um, Ouch. which which would put you at five and twelve for the season, would it? And I think the reason you didn't manage to get a wide receiver when you were in the trade deadline was because they valued the bet. Well, Claypool wasn't it? They valued the Bears' pick more than yours, but yours might be a good pick actually. Who? What, what are the two winnable games? Ah, let me have a little look which two I have. Just so I know, you know. Uh, We lost to the Lions. The Lions. What are the winnable games? It's the Lions and the Bears. Lions and Bears have got you in. Oh, you you are not beating the Bears. I'm sorry. You're not beating the Bears. So that's it. That's my two winnable games, the Lions and the Bears. Well, do you honestly think you're going to beat Tennessee, Dallas, Philly, the Rams, Miami, Minnesota? The Rams Who have we got last? Uh, it's the Lions last. Yeah. I was hoping maybe someone who was already in the uh, in the playoffs, you know. <laughs> no, um, look, it's it's trash, isn't it? It really is. There there isn't any other word to say it. Really, um, we're in a hole that is so big that there's just no way out. And um, I mean, where do you want me to start? Is there any particular offense, defense, special teams, coaching, anything? You know. Well, Adam, how, how, sorry, oh. Andrew. How about this? I got a question for you. You're the Packers guy, right? Surely, just surely, you knew this was coming. Surely, you knew this was coming. You trade away Devontae Adams. You're left with nobody. You pay Aaron Rodgers that big money. Next season, you're going to have a huge, I think it's over 100 million dead cap hit. Surely you knew this was going to happen, right? You couldn't see any other... Um, Aaron Jones and, and AJ Dillon are great, but you have not, nothing else. I mean, you, you've got injuries, that's fair enough. But as a Packers fan, did you see this coming? Surely the answer has to be yes. So the only thing I would say is I think a lot of people felt that because the... Uh, the front office had decided to push everything out, put the contracts on for everyone longer. Everyone felt that um, in pre-season and, and during the off-season, everyone felt that it was, you know, because there was lots of rumours about this defence being a really top-end defence. We really thought that was the case. It turned out the reason that we thought that was the case was because they were playing against the Packers' offence in training. <laughs> so no wonder yeah. why they looked top-end. Um, but this was... This was the problem. So I think 
there was a genuine feeling that what they could do was in the early part of the season, they would rely on the run and you'd rely on Aaron Jones, rely on AJ Dillon. The O-line was still looking pretty good. You had Bakhtiari coming back to full health, we thought. Um, you know, all these things. So that was the plan. You go for that and eventually the hope is, is that these wide receivers work it out as you go along. So, I mean, it was always one of them things where you sort of think to yourself, I, I personally never felt that we were in a position to challenge for the Super Bowl. I, this was why I said we needed to trade Rogers. Th mm. That was the whole point. Because if you, you know, the deal that Denver got, they they had they gave to the Seahawks for Russell Wilson. It has been reported and pretty much substantiated that that was what was on offer for Rogers as well, mm. and. You just sort of think to yourself, you know, he is of an age now where it's only going to go one way. Don't get me wrong. He's had two MVP seasons. I'd probably argue the second one wasn't particularly amazing, but was there wasn't anyone else. And so you just sort of think, you know, now's the time. You, you can only have a Super Bowl window for so long because everyone gets older and it just doesn't work. You can only, only keep that going for so long. So it was... It was one of them things where I think they just decided to, oh, let's just push it, keep that window open a bit longer. And hopefully Rogers will solve all the problems, which is basically what it's been, isn't it? Mm. For many years anyway. So I think that was why um, there was a bit of hope there that they could do something. Um, to see a team drop off from a 13 and 4, to, uh, to what they are at the moment. I mean, that is quite a substantial drop-off to go from that to what it is at the moment. So I think that's the reason why there's a lot of shock and surprise in, in the sort of like the Packers fans and, and all the sort of like journalists and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, like I say, it, it, the, the problem is, is I actually think we were lucky that we didn't bring in Chase Claypool. And we were lucky that we didn't bring in Darren Waller, despite the fact they tried. Mm. That we we got away with that without them screwing it up even more than what they could have done. Because by giving go going further in, if you can only put up nine points against the Lions, what are we? What are you doing by bringing them to, guys in? I think you wanted DJ Moore too. I am yeah, yeah, well. yeah, that was another one that they they came. I think um, Waller was a first. I think yeah. DJ Moore was a first, and and Chase Claypool was a second. Is what they offered, and just like they're not going to solve the, the problem. Mm. Yeah, the, it, it's just it's not going to solve the problem. I think there was I can't remember who it was. I was watching, um, but I was, I was watching one you know another uh, sort of Packers analyst or thing, and. Uh, he was saying, what, what's the point of putting a plaster over a, over a gunshot wound when you've got mm. another load of gunshot wounds as well? It's it, it like, doesn't add up. Point. No, it doesn't. It, so, it doesn't. yeah, it, it's just, there's, there's too many problems. The, the defence is, I, I, I feel a little bit sorry for the defence because I, I do think they actually do okay, but sometimes they can be very fickle. It's the best word for them is fickle. Yeah, they really are because... They reach a point where they do really, really well, 
and then because it just becomes a bit too much for them because the offense has just been on off the field for so long they they fold but they fold at the worst possible time that they could and so like against the lions last drive before half time and they go and score a touchdown and it's like you've you've kept them at bay all the way through that first half and then just before you go in you mm. you get you know you go down uh, by eight points so you know it it's that kind of thing so i, I don't I, I do think the defense is decent. There are bits and they do miss plays. I mean, like I say, that touchdown was a complete blown play. But the biggest problem is the offense. Rodgers is just not seeing it. There's there's so many things that's gone out in the last couple of days on Twitter of people with the tape, showing the tape, showing what's happening. Guys just wide open in the middle of the field and he's just not seeing it at all. And that's... That's something that obviously, you know, never used to happen. So I think that, you know, that's a massive problem. Obviously, the injuries are a massive problem. You've got receivers who are still learning. And, you know, I actually think they look they look all right. I think Dobbs looks pretty decent. I think Watson, for what limited time he's been out there, because the injuries looks all right. Torre has been very good all the time he's been out there. But we need to use the run game more because that's what our strength is. And we're just not doing it because for whatever reason, we've just given up on it. It, it feels very much very much like Mike McCarthy 20, 2017, like mm. five out wide, let's all go. Yeah. Now, Adam, you just said there that um, Rogers isn't seeing it. Uh, mm. For me, as a, a, a non-fan, I've got no allegiances to Rogers or anything like that. I found from day one of the season for you guys, he doesn't look interested. Not He's not seeing it. When I see him on the, on the field, when I look at his face, when the camera pans him, he doesn't look interested. He doesn't look like he wants to push this team forward. He doesn't look like he wants to get on with his wide receivers. Now, there's the conversation every single year when it comes up that, you know, is Rodgers a better quarterback than Brady? What's his legacy? What What is it going forward? Now, with Tom Brady, and I, I hate to bang on about him, everyone always does, but... Every single year, he definitely put in the effort in the offseason. He put in the effort uh, during the season. Is this going to tarnish Rodgers' uh, outlook on, the, on, on his legacy? Do you think you can get him back on side and get him to look like he's interested? And do you think that is the way to move forward with this team? Um, not really. <laughs> but, you know, personally, I, like I said, I came out and said that we should have traded him. I, I'm not exactly the one who's... Yeah, you know, I, I don't have that sort of – a lot of people felt like, no, you can't possibly trade Rodgers because, God forbid, we see him in a different jersey or something <laughs> like that. And it's just – it's not me. You know, I, I just don't care. I really don't when it comes to that sort of thing. But I I don't know how you do. He, he's very much his own guy. He always has been. Brady has always been more of a team player. Like, mm-hmm. with the contracts that he has taken over the years at the Patriots, it was always team-friendly. You could argue that Rogers' contracts were team friendly as well, but now at this present moment, it is not team friendly at all. He is taking a very, very large chunk, and he's not the highest paid when it cut or the highest cap space person this year. I think he's like fifth or sixth or something like that. But the point is, is like they are—he is taking so much money out of that team that it's—it's it's almost like you're. This is why you've got wide receivers who maybe aren't quite as great and and this is what you're doing and why they can only afford to go out and get a Sammy Watkins who looks like he's completely done 
Um, so, you know, this is the problem. But I, I just don't, you know, he, he didn't turn up in the off season. You know, there was months that went by where he didn't turn up, where he, he could have done and got, you know, got to know the, the guys. I mean, you, you had like, um, I think it was Mahomes, wasn't it, who, uh, who got all his wide receivers is somewhere where he was based and, and they all went and spent like a month away, away from the team and just got to know each other and, and, you know, practiced and stuff like that. And then came in for like OTAs and during the off season. So yeah, he hasn't done that. And he just doesn't, you know, it's, it's just not him. It never has been him. He's not that guy. And maybe because of that, he will be, I think it'll probably be more the fact that it looks like he's only going to get one ring. He's probably more will, will tarnish it compared to Brady. But, yeah, I mean, he's just that guy. He comes out and says that he still wants, you know, he's still hungry. He still wants to win. Doesn't but look like all, it. all you see is a guy who looks a bit miserable and is every time yeah. every time a receiver doesn't make a play, he just starts screaming at them because just it's their like fault. He's, and it's just like, like you, he's there for the money. That's, yeah, that's, you, you look at look at the plays and he's coming out basically accusing the everyone else that it's their fault. It's like the ball's at their feet. You know, there was one for there was one for Torre, whereas like he and he was he was getting, you know, angry or whatever for Torre during the Lions game. And it's like it's hit the defender. Oh yeah. Like it, it would Hell hit man. the defender in the chest. And mm. Torre was like of two yards ahead of that and it needed to be ahead of him it's like that's the thing it's like it just so many of the throws have been underthrown overthrown just not not his normal accuracy and it's probably a lot of it is because of the receivers and the route running that they're doing they don't know what they're doing because they're rookies or they're like like i say they're old or washed up guys so it's like there is that problem to it but I don't know. I, I don't. I don't really see anything changing. All doom and gloom at your two franchises then for uh, <laughs> for the future for a long, um, a long, long time as well. It was, was going to segue as lovely into from doom and gloom into talking to to, to Johnny about his Jets. Uh, but we're going to have to we're going to have to give the uh, our own opinions on it because he's dipping in and out. He's obviously having a few problems with his Wi-Fi at home. But personally. I don't get the Jets, and I don't know. <laughs> Just leave it at that. I don't get the Jets. <laughs> well, they've got, for me, they've got four more winnable games. It looks like they could potentially end the season 10 and 7. They're beating teams like the Bills. Yet, when I watch the highlights or mm. I look at the box scores or anything like that, I'm not impressed. And I'm, you know, I'm going like, how have, how have they done this? I know how they did it against the Bills. You know, I watched that game, but... What, what, what's your guys' thoughts on, on the Jets? And um, do you think they are as good as what they are on paper or, of their record? Or do you think it's, it's over overhyped a little bit? I would say, first things first, and it's a bit of a wild statement. I feel like Joe Flacco is a little bit more better suited than Zach Wilson. And I say that with quite a bit of confidence, to be fair. He's struggling really, really badly. I get exactly what you're saying, Andrew. You look at the box score, you look at the highlights, and you go, hmm, okay. It's their defense. It's pretty much that. Brees Hall is out. He was great. You know, had a lot going through the run game, and when you have that run game, you can do the play action, you can do the, the triple option, whatever you want to call it. You can do that, and it will work. 
Now, you've still got two great backs in um, Carter and Robinson, who they traded for from the Jags. But you look at their wide receiver room. Denzel Mims, who they tried to get rid of, is now one of their starting wide receivers. Garrett Wilson is obviously amazing. He looks like he, you know, he, he's ready. He's come, he comes to play every weekend, and he, he's taken up that role really, really well. Um, I forget some of that. Elijah Moore, who obviously wanted, he demanded a trade, didn't get it, and now there's obviously that kerfuffle going on. Braxton Berrios, you know, he appears every now and again. It's their defense. Their defense is keeping them in games. They, they, you know, they drafted really, really well. It's a shame about Brees Hall, but Source Gardner is is legit. He's everything we thought he would be and more. And I mean, if you look at him physically and you see what position he plays, you kind of expect this from him. He's rangy, he's tall, he's quick, he reads the game really well. So technically, it's not a surprise. But just like you say, when you watch their highlights, it's nothing too special. And I feel like they'd be they'd actually be better off with Joe Flacco because Zach Wilson has come in and he's just pants. He really is. Like he's struggling so much. And now that you say it. I mean, credit to them. You know, Salah talked about receipts, and I'm sure he's got a lot of receipts now because they're beating the Bills. Although the Bills, and Josh Allen would say, they beat themselves a little bit. But you can only, you can only play who's in front of you, right? Any given Sunday and all that. But I agree with you. Um, I think the hype might start to trend downwards pretty soon. Um, not to take anything away from what they've done. I think it's a defense that's keeping them in games kind of the same way that, I mean, I can't really relate because they're trash, but kind of the same way that the Colts are a top 10 defense still yet can't produce anything on the offensive side of the ball. So I'm with you. Um, it's good for them. I'm happy for them. You know, it's been a while since the New York teams are doing really well. But unlike the Giants, I think they can sustain it a bit longer. I'm not so sure about the Jets. Adam, you've, you've been yeah, saying sure. Flacco every week, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it's more because of how bad Zach Wilson is rather than how good Joe Flacco is. Um, but... Mm. Yeah, I it it kind of reminds me a bit of the Patriots. It's it's a very strong defense. It's a strong run game, mm. and they they kind of like when it comes to the receiving core, it is very much you know whoever they can find at the time. To be honest, and there's there's not really a lot a lot there. I Garrett Wilson is has been great. I, I think he's he's shown how good that he you know we all came out and thought that he would be good. But he, I think he's done very well uh, as a rookie this season, especially on, on the Jets, which isn't a high-powered offense. Um, and, yeah, it, like George said, it's all defense. You know, that's what it is. I, they're just keeping them in games all the time that they don't have to put up that many points because of the defense. And so that's that's all it is when it comes to the Jets. I do, um, I do like Michael Carter. I thought he was very good last year. I felt he was a bit unlucky to basically have Brees Hall drafted in front of him this year because Carter showed last year that he is capable. He just obviously now isn't going to get the opportunities because of Hall, but now that Hall's injured, he will. So yeah, I, I think, I think they're just a very solid team. Which in itself is a ridiculous thing to come out and say about the Jets, but they just are a very solid team that embodies their head coach, where they're, just, like I say, just incredibly solid at defense, not going to give up that many points, and are always going to be in with a shout because of it. Yeah, as I said, I, I can see them finishing the season. I've, I've looked at the rest of their schedule, I can see them finishing 10 and 7. Do you think that's good enough for them to, to, to nick a spot in the playoffs? I would have. I mean, ten and seven is probably not bad. I know it's, it is the AFC, but it's you know, I mean, ten and seven 
when you look probably, at some of like, they probably finished third in their division. Hmm. Um, yeah. And, you know, so I think Dolphins will probably snag that second spot. Uh, Bills top that one. But um, do they? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, do they? That's a whole well, other debate. That's a whole other debate. <laughs> well, I, I, I wanted to segue this into the Bills because um, obviously there is there's a topic of conversation there because they have just lost. Now, don't get me wrong. I think the Bills are fantastic. I think they're a great team. I think they'll still be in the Super Bowl chat. But them against the, the Jets really opened some, some question marks for me. You know, when they come up against a team with a good secondary, yep. they haven't got a... Re- We've said this for four years now, four mm-hmm. years. They haven't got a reliable run game. Nope. Uh, and if you shut down the wide receivers, you shut down those big plays, the, the Josh Allen big plays that win games, they don't win and they don't look good enough. And they, do, they start to look like if Josh Allen doesn't do everything, it, it, it just doesn't click. And is that good enough to see you all the way to the Super Bowl and get a ring? Or is that just good enough to get to the playoffs through a few games in the playoffs and then lose to these teams that have addressed these issues? Um, what, are you, what are your guys' thoughts? Do you think the Bills are still uh, the, the ones to watch? Or do you think this is, this is highlighted issues for you guys as well? I suppose it depends. I mean, I, I still think they're the ones to watch. I mean, but it, it depends who they're going to be up against. I mean, who do you feel in the AFC have got such high-quality corners that are going to cause that problem? And maybe you could come out and say the Jets because it looks like the Jets might make it into the playoffs if they keep going the way they're going. But... I don't know. I, I just kind of feel like who has that? I mean, I wouldn't say Miami have it, and they're in they're in with a chance. I mean, Kansas City. I wouldn't say it's their corners that beat them. They normally just blow each other blow each other out, don't they? Is yeah. what they do. Um, so I don't quite know. I mean, maybe the Jets could be the one because of Source Gardner. But it, it, what I'm saying is, if if we now know that this is their weakness, you could stack. The secondary yeah. a bit more, and put, yeah. you you don't have to put loads of pressure on that. Like you don't have to put a full front eight. The front seven would be mm-hmm. fine uh, because Josh Allen has been the leading rusher for them five of eight games. Crazy. Um, so I, I just feel like you, you, there's some there's you know Baltimore have got some really good talented names in the secondary. Yeah, it's not worked this year, and it hasn't been as good as what we thought. But if that's the task at hand to beat them, you're going to practice that to beat them is, is, is what I'm saying have, have, have they been found out a little bit I think yeah I mean I, I think but you're possibly right that, that that's their main weakness and that they might go for it I still think that you're going to need like high quality corners in order to be able to exploit it like, that's the problem I mean, I, for me, I think they are still ones to watch because, you know, if, if if his elbow injury is nothing serious, then, you know, continue as they are. But this is the blueprint. Like you said, the Jets have kind of, you know, they've, they've shown every other team. It's not it's not quite the drop eight, rush three, like the um, the Bengals did against Kansas, I think it was. But it, it is pretty much if you lock down Stefan Diggs and you stop the big plays, like you say, Gabriel Davis is... is pretty much a deep threat, big play receiver. You don't really see him kind of underneath or anything like that. So if you limit that, like Source Gardner did at the end of the game, 
They don't have a run game. They haven't had a run game for years. This is one thing that I don't understand about the Bills. Yes, you've got Josh Allen, and I said it, I think, um, preseason about Josh Allen. You can't, he cannot continue to be your running back one. He cannot. If he faces any kind of injury or any kind of harm, you guys are trash. You are trash, you guys are done. Because mm. he is it. He pretty much is it. I don't even know who the backup is, to be fair. Um, Case Keenum. Oh, who who is a capable quarterback that we can say that is a capable quarterback, but you don't have a run game, so defenses know they can you know they can kind of relax a bit and not you know you you don't have to stuff the box, you don't have to put eight men in the box because you know Devon Singletary isn't that threat. Moss is a bit of a, you know he's a kind of like a um he's not there he's gone no oh not Moss sorry um Cook yeah. the brother of yeah he you can see the skill set you can see how he plays similar to Dalvin but again they don't have a run game enough for you to say well you know they can threaten us with this or threaten us with that we know. Josh Allen is a guy leading this team. Stefan Diggs is a guy downfield. Dawson Knox equally. If we can shut that down, what else is there going to be apart from Josh Allen rushing? And if he rushes, things like this happen where he either gets a particular injury or, you know, something something goes wrong and he's out for a while. So it's going to be interesting moving forward because, like I said, this is the blueprint. Um, they had a chance. I think they wanted to try and get um, McCaffrey. Didn't quite happen. You've seen what McCaffrey has done in the, what, two or three games with those 49ers. I think he broke records through a touchdown, quarter touchdown, rushed one in. It's crazy. I think LT was the only other guy to do that in however many years. So they only have... 2004? I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, exactly. And that says a lot. You know, they're probably looking at... They're probably looking at... Sean McDermott's probably thinking, gosh, I mean, if you, you pair CMC with someone like... Josh Allen, then, you know, it's almost game over. What do you do? Pick your poison. But it hasn't happened. So, yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how defences now approach stopping the Buffalo Bills because they've seen it, if the Jets can do it. But mind you, the Jets are a top 10 defence. They've turned things around. Again, it's defence, not offence, defence. And defence wins championships. So, let's see. Yeah, Adam, um, George just spoke right there. CMC, they didn't get him. There was talks of them getting Christian McCaffrey before the season and talks of them potentially getting Saquon Barkley before the season. There was lots of chat that that trade was going to go through. Do you, do you feel like they need to go go big and, and sort of address that issue ne- next season if it doesn't work? Yeah, I mean, I think they probably felt like they did with James Cook. Is probably what they hoped for. They they probably hoped that he was going to be able to do something and and be capable. They obviously like Singletree, don't they? I mean, they they obviously like him and think that he's all right. I I just, I don't see them. I mean, obviously they can't now, but like, I don't see them going out and splashing on a, Mm. on a big running back. They're just, I mean, there's lots of rumors all the time, but that is that just because people are coming out saying, because it's the obvious thing to report about. It's, it just to me, it feels like it's just something they don't want to do. So it's going to come through the draw. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it is a weakness of theirs. I, single tree is okay, but that's about as good as it gets. Really, he's not great, and that's mm. that's the problem. So maybe they do need to go out and get you know the top running back out of this year's draft, maybe or next year's draft. Even maybe that's the way forward. I don't even forward. think it needs to be someone like a big splash at CMC. It just needs to be someone who's, they've talked about it, a bigger back, someone slightly bigger, not the small kind of shifty guys, the guys who can get it over the goal line. Um, I think there was talk about, it wasn't Howard, one of the sort of bigger bodied running backs, I forget who it was. It doesn't even, someone said CMC a tier one. You don't have to go for that. 
you can even drop down to tier three. Just someone who's Jeff Wilson would have been great in my yeah. opinion. He's not a bigger back, but Jeff Wilson would have suited really, really well. Um, and you see, he's he pretty much. I think he outsnapped Raheem Mostert in in that game um, against the Bears. So it is kind of baffling because yes, the, the tier one guys are going to demand more. Drop it down and go get somebody else. It doesn't have to be the superstars. So they've only got themselves to blame, really. Yeah, um, just briefly mentioned uh, the, the Dolphins game there. Um, and I wanted, uh, because I'm hosting, I get to talk about <laughs> what I want. And for me, that was the most exciting game to watch, the Dolphins versus the Bears. And for me, the thing to watch with that was Justin Fields. I know they didn't win, but can, can we now get on the Justin Fields bandwagon and, 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 and people give him some props and say, this guy's very talented and can, and can carry this franchise forward? Well, he's good at running. I'll give him that. <laughs> he did make some good throws. Look, I tried to trade for him in fantasy because his upcoming schedule is lights out. I think they, I don't know who it is they play next, maybe the Lions or something. Panthers, well, they got yeah. Panthers, Falcons, yeah. Lions. That's their a lot of fantasy points. <laughs> but, you know, prior to that, it was all Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy's gone. Then it was, well, you haven't, uh, I think they traded away, uh, was it Hicks? I think it was. Yep. On the line to forget who they traded him to. And it was all talk about, what are you doing for Justin Fields? You want help him in any way, shape, or form. You've got Mooney, that's great. Cole Komet, Notre Dame guy who I've always loved. He seems to be coming to his own a little bit. And then you bring in Chase Claypool, which I think is great personally. I think it's a great move for them because now you kind of you have a bit more option. Defenses now have to at least respect on the outside because you know Montgomery and um Herbert are gonna do some damage. You know they can do they can get that done on the ground. And then you factor in the fact that Fields can run all day. And he's a big guy. He's not a small guy by any means. I think I'd even say like a similar, if not kind of bigger stature of like Josh Allen. Um, but that was a great game, a great game to watch. And at one point I did think the Bears were going to do it. Um, but it was good because you can see where the franchise could go. Um, if you add a few more pieces, perhaps maybe another receiver or something. Um, defensively, obviously, yes, we know they're not the best. You, you put up 35 points. But equally, the Miami Dolphins' defense aren't, aren't that amazing either. Um, I'm excited for them. If it, Bears fans, you know, Adam Rank talks about it a lot. You know, they've got they've got something to look forward to. Pretty much everybody does, aside from the Colts. <laughs> and the Packers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite. There you go. The only thing with the Bears is that they had some good defenders there. And they've mm. let them all go. You know, that's yeah. that's the problem. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose the argument is that they're not going to do it this year. Exactly. So, therefore, that that's yeah. the whole point. So, you bring yeah. in the picks and then go out and draft a load of defenders. So, maybe I, I get what they do. But it's it's funny because we we have said so many weeks on this show and on the preview show that we don't get what the Bears are doing at all. And then all of a sudden, it's like they've worked out he has legs. It's so bizarre wow. that they've just worked that out. The Patriots game, wasn't it? Like I said yeah. at the start of the season, oh, yeah. when he was when Fields was struggling, people were saying, "Oh, he's not good enough at this level. He was just good at college, you know. Like maybe he wouldn't won't survive next year." Uh, but I also knew from a, a bit of inside knowledge that they were telling him and feeding him the plays and telling him he had to go to the first read and he wasn't allowed to ad lib oh. and he had to stick to the playbook. And then I think when they played the Patriots, he ad libbed and did a bit more and went, "Oh, actually." this works. So now they've just need to build a playbook around him. They need to go and have a look at what uh, tape the Ravens have got and what they do with Lamar Jackson. They need to go and see what um, the Eagles are doing with, with Hertz. They need to go and have a look at their tape 
and 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 bring some stuff to him because they can definitely build a team around him. So uh, it's yeah, it's exciting to watch, and I think they will be exciting to watch in the next few games as well and and, and see his progression. Yeah, I, I think if they if they use their heads right then I think they've got, you know, they've got themselves a really good quarterback there who can do something. And like you say, it, is, it feels almost very Jalen Hurts-like, kind of. I know, obviously, he's bigger than Jalen Hurts, but it feels very, in like, as in progression, it mm. feels very much like him. And it's almost like now they've let him use his legs, they can see what they can do. And then once he's, you know, got that going and you can build stuff around him, then you can focus on his passing and maybe make him more accurate, which is essentially what we are seeing with Jalen Hurts this year. So you sort of think to yourself, that is probably the way forward for them. Yeah, definitely. Um, is there any other topics you guys wanted to bring to the table? Is there anything you, you, know, you want to throw at me? Uh, I just want to say the Bengals, man. You lose Jamar Chase and then you put up five TDs from Joe Mixon. That's kind of impressive, right? I mean, I don't know that when the last time they did that. Joe Mixon seems to be that that running back. He, you know, he mellows along quite quiet and then he has an explosive game. But to do it without the likes of Jamar Chase, who normally takes away at the top of the coverage at least, is very is quite impressive, I have to say. Um, and it feels like the Bengals were kind of just heating up. You know, Joe Burrow was out there slinging it. Um, and yes, you lose Jamar Chase. I think he's out for, is it four to six weeks? Something crazy? Yeah. Which is pretty severe, but you do have Tyler Boyd, who's, who's quite decent. Higgins as well. We didn't really show up as much, but um, I just found that really impressive. I mean, anyone who played against him in fantasy, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but otherwise, yeah, Bengals were, they're looking all right. They're going to their bye week now. So, you know, a nice big win and then another week to, to recoup and recover. Yeah, I think we've always said about the, the Bengals, um, when they've got a good run game, they do look uh, unstoppable. Uh, we said that all last year. We said it was the struggle the year prior. So, yeah, Mick Mixon's the key there, isn't he, to, to keep him going and, and, and Joe Burrow will do his thing. Mm. I wonder if people are ready to apologise to Tua and uh, McDaniels about, you know, their, how, how they weren't going to be good enough and they were never going to make it and Tua couldn't do this and Tua couldn't do that. And <laughs> I'm sorry, but they're on fire right now. And that's why I said to you, are they going to beat the Bills? Are they going to top that? You know, are, Bill, are the Bills going to top? I mean, don't get me wrong, the Bills are great, but how do you stop all that speed? You, um, Mike McDaniel, is, he, he just seems to be able to scheme open these guys game after game after game after game. And I don't blame him because defences are out there thinking, well, damn, you know, you've got Tyreek Hill. He'll burn me every single opportunity that he gets. I've also got Jalen Waddle. He'll also burn me every opportunity he gets and then flash me with a penguin. But then you've got Kisiki, who's also showing up every now and again. Um, the Jeff Wilson, who is a, a bit more of a pure running back, I would say, than Raheem Mostert. But Raheem Mostert is great as well because he's quick. Um, I think Edmonds is gone now. I forget where he was traded to. Um, Denver. The, Denver. Um, Denver. But no, yeah, I mean, defensively, okay. They, they leak points quite a bit. But that Miami, do Miami and the Bills, they play again. And that's going to be a, a crazy, crazy. I don't know what week it is, but that's going to be a game to a game to watch because I think that would tell you quite a bit about where the the Dolphins are going to end up. Adam, you you want you want to weigh in? <laughs> on the Dolphins? I'll just yeah, no, I think I think the Dolphins the Dolphins look very good offensively. They're they're struggling in the secondary. That's the only problem with them in in their defense. And I think that it, you're going to continue to get really exciting games from them. But I I do think. That that's a problem for them, and, and probably something they're not going to be able to overcome mm. 
when it comes to the end of the season. The only thing that I quickly wanted to talk about was I noticed our illustrious host who is not with us tonight went on uh, Jaguar. So and uh, oh. with Sammy and and jo- Josh, whose name was Josh Allen. That was genius. Mm. His name is his real name is Josh Allen. It's great. Imagine that. Um, and uh, they asked because we are basically halfway, really. Mm-hmm. Um, asked him who his Super Bowl matchup was. So now that we know what we know, because you know a lot of people thought the Packers were going to get to the Super Bowl. Hell what no! They were, whoever th- whoever thought they that, were I don't know what, I don't, that, yeah, man, I don't know what they were thinking. Never. So ever. I he said he said the Bills against the 49ers mm. was where Freddie went. So where are you going? Do you know what I would say? The 49ers are a great shout. I'm. <laughs> I'm still thinking Bills, but I'm start Miami are getting up there for me, man. They're getting up there. They're getting up there. It's not gonna be the Rams, it won't be the Bucks. Clearly we know that. Um ain't gonna be anybody from the AFC South by no means. Packers are pff, long gone. God, ain't gonna be the Raiders, ain't the Chargers, ain't uh actually Kansas City. I'm not convinced by Kansas City either. Their run game is very poor. You know, they do like to sprinkle the ball out to Pacheco, Clyde Edward Delaire, McKinnon. Don't get me wrong, Mahomes is a magician, so is Kelsey, and you know, Juju's get got going. They're not the same Kansas. I'm, 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 I'm leaning towards the Miami, um, Miami Forty Niners. Why are we all got? Why are we all saying Forty Niners now? Why are we? What, well, happened? I mean, what look at the what Eagles? they're doing, man. You know, the Forty Niners are four and four in their. The I know, Seahawks I know their division. So. Um, nah, Seahawks look great though. They do look great. They do. Look, in fact, now that you say. It, I guess it, it just kind of feels a little bit wrong to say Seahawks, but if you look at what they're doing, the proof is in the pudding. They're you know they're winning these games. They just beat the Cardinals. I think it was thirty-one twenty-one or something like that. They look great too. Kenneth Walker the third. It would be great. You know what? Preseason, everyone comes out with all these wild. You know, they they mention the Bucks, they mention the Rams. If they mention the Packers, they were drunk. Don't know why they said the Packers. Um, and then you get guys but like this the Seahawks. This is coming from a Colts fan. This is all I'm saying. That's, I'm getting this from a Colts fan. That's why you can take it, because I'm in a worse <laughs> position than you are, right? <laughs> so um, it's just, now that you mentioned teams like the Seahawks who are doing well, um, I guess the, the Dolphins, who people you know kind of slept on purely because there's so much hate for Tua, and I'll never understand it. It's nice to see a change. I, 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 um, I spoke to someone earlier a couple of weeks ago about, I call this season in the NFL the change at the handover period. And I'm going to do a video on it later. It's just not... It, people can't expect to see the same sort of thing year in, year out. Tom Brady's older. You know, he ain't going to be, you know, the, the, the hero that Tom is for, forever. We know what he's done. He's a GOAT, but he isn't going to be that forever. Aaron Rodgers is getting older. He hasn't got the same weapons. Even Russell Wilson, to a degree. I know he's only, I think, 33 years old, but things don't look too correct there either. Matt Ryan, he's gone. He probably won't play again. This is the change. Big Ben is gone. Drew Brees is gone. The Mannings are gone. This is the changeover period in the NFL. It's now Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, um, Kyler Murray. Yes, I'll put Kyler Murray in there. Patrick Mahomes. And then you've got the quarterback you mentioned earlier coming back from, coming up from the draft this year and all the new weapons that are spread out across the league. The league is changing and it's, you know, it's, it's changed from the, you know, the typical kind of pocket pass of QB, which we're used to seeing, to now... Everybody's quicker. Everybody's faster. Everybody has dual, dual threat. And that's the way the league is going, whether people like it or not. That is the way the league is going. And, yeah, that's that's. I think that's where we're headed. Did did we get a Super Bowl prediction then? 
Yeah, Miami 49ers. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's that's mine. But hey. Uh, I I'm going Bills, Eagles. Um oh God, how can I say Eagles. that? It really hurts to say Eagles. It really does. And I hate that they could go unbeaten all year. I'm praying there's just one. No, nah, they won't. Someone beats Someone them. again. Someone um, but it just seems like everything's clicking for them. Um, like the Bills, they've got good offense, good defense. There's a good spread. You know, it seems that you've got a whole whole teams there. Miami, for me, they give up too many points on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at the teams that they've uh, lost to, uh, they've lost to the the Bengals, the Jets, and the Vikings, haven't they? Uh, mm-hmm. Who have all got fairly decent secondaries. I mean, the Bengals at the time had had good secondaries. They've had some injuries there, but. Uh, that would worry me with with, with the Dolphins. I think uh, the Bills and Eagles are uh, good on both sides of the ball, so it'd be hard for me. Adam, who are you saying? Uh, Chiefs, Eagles. Mm. I think the Chiefs still know how to win games. Yeah, and I think that Sunday night showed it that even when they're struggling, they still know how to get that win, and they'll do all right. And I think they'll still get there. And the Eagles, I just think, are looking decent. They, I, I would argue they haven't played anyone amazing. I would throw that out there. But I mm. still feel that they're looking good. And I, I thought they were good at the end of last year. And I remember the derision that was thrown at me by Mr Manning and Mr Hall when <laughs> we were out one evening when I mentioned them as potential Super Bowl candidates. Laughed at me, they did, George. Laughed at me. <laughs> well, I well, think we were who's laughing now, hey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... I didn't think they were going to be this good, you know. Mm. Did, did, did any of you think they'd be this good? No, yeah. they've done some good things. Nick Sirianni, the moment he left the Colts as OC, one, we fell down the pan immediately. But two, you know, he's obviously doing what he wanted to do at, at, at the Eagles. And look at what he's done so far. I mean, they've... They're doing great things. I, I still can't see. I just don't. It doesn't feel right. I feel like they're going to get caught, and I don't feel like they'll be able to sustain it. Yes, they're eight and zero, and it looks great. The Cardinals were eight and zero last year, and they felt like a house of cards. So you know. Yeah. Well, I think that's all we've got time for, guys. We've um, we've had the ups, we've had our downs, but we've, uh, <laughs> we've we've managed to pick our Super Bowl wins halfway through. So uh, <laughs> that's, all all could change, uh, but who knows? Uh, thanks for joining me. Uh, we'll have the fantasy show. We'll be back on Thursday or Friday. We'll let you know, Adam. You post that, and the preview will be back on Sunday as well. Um, lots going on on social, so go check it out. Go and check George with his George on Sports as well. It's a real good watch if you if you want to know about Arsenal as well and uh, oh, yeah. MMA and everything like that. He's got it going on in there, so go and check it out. Thanks for joining me, guys. Until next time, goodbye.